Today on Locked On A's, Scott and I can finally conclude our conversation. Uh, it's a three-parter. This is part three of that conversation. We're talking about A's prospects, A's ownership, what could be done with just a little bit more money, and whether or not we still hate the Detroit Tigers. Find out what I think coming up today on Locked On A's. Let's get into it. You are Locked On A's. Your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. Next question, I, I want to switch over into the uh, some of the top prospects in the org. Like you know, we talked about uh, in the in the previous segment how we we talked about the Tigers and how we have you know our our big kind of five headed monster coming up, and how much we are hanging our hats on those players for the future. So. We talked about Puck. Obviously, he's he's still up there and is still pretty young. But who are who are some of the the top prospects in this organization? That because I I believe your two top guys at the very top are still like a, quite a long ways away from the majors. If I'm not like Muncie, I know I would say is probably mm-hmm. pretty far away. Yeah, he um, just got drafted in the in this year's draft. So right? He, yeah, he's, got he's, some time, he's a ways away, and then, he's a ways, uh, and then. Um, I can never pronounce his last name. Tyler uh, Soderstrom. Soderstrom. Thank you. Yes. I, I would imagine that he's probably a couple of years away as mm-hmm. well. So how much of an impact and, and are there any prospects maybe outside of the top three in the org or whatever that you expect to come up in in the relative future and then just your overall outlook kind of on the, the farm system? The farm system isn't great, Bob. Uh, <laughs> it, it's just real. And that's why, you know, if the A's are going to compete in a few years, they got to trade some guys now. That's just how the wheel churns in Oakland. It's super fun. Uh, it, they break your hearts for a couple of years, and they stink for a couple of years, and they break your hearts for it's it's a fun time. But uh, it, you got to keep trying, I guess. And when they do it, it's gonna be it's gonna be magic. But they haven't done it yet. So um, yeah, outside of Tyler Soderstrom, he's like the main the main guy. He's a top mm-hmm. hundred prospect. He's solid. He's top 50 prospect, but uh, basically on any list that you look at and yeah. uh, we're excited about him. I'm very excited about him. And if the A's go out and make a trade, uh, maybe get a catcher and then Tyler Soderstrom can play some other position. And then his bat will get to the majors faster. That would make sure. me very, very happy. Uh, Max Muncy, he's still young. And yeah, we're gonna, we'll find out. We'll find out more about him in 2022. Uh, the guy that's probably going to be making maybe the opening day roster, depending on what moves happen, um, and maybe because the A's don't want to pay somebody more than the major league minimum, is Nick Allen, who is really, really good. Actually, uh, his bat was his big question mark, and he's played well with the bat. Um, he was on Team USA in the Olympics, uh, you know, playing baseball. He's a shortstop. Uh, the A's already have Elvis Andrews, and so. They have forgot a shortstop, <laughs> right? Forgot, forgot about, forgot about that uh, inner interdivision rivalry trade that happened. Uh, yeah. Good times, um, but yeah, Nick Allen, he's a great defender, so he'll 
most likely be up at some point in 2022. Uh, whether or not they deem him ready to start on opening day, we'll, we'll see. If he has a good spring training with the bat, he'll probably be fine. Uh, but if he starts off hot, that doesn't mean anything. You got to wait until that last couple of weeks once cuts start being made. And uh, he starts facing like major league pitching and not like the seventh inning relievers that are just random guys from single sure. A. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with Nick Allen. I assume that he's going to be up probably by June. Maybe to to counter your uh, your additions of Spencer Torkelson and Riley Green, the A's will bring up the mighty Nick Allen <laughs> and uh, see who grabs the headlines out of that one. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I make fun, but he, he's going to be really fun. And uh, A's fans are very, very excited about Nick Allen. Just he, He's basically like Matt Chapman, but at shortstop. So sure. He's going to be sure. a good time. Uh, so one of my, one of my last questions here is, and you asked me something along the same lines, um, in the, in the last segment, but when it comes to the lockout, mm-hmm. how badly do A's fans want a salary floor? Because your, your ownership, like, like they can't afford it. Like I, it's just. It's so it, it frustrates me because I I really I love the A's and and have been one of my one of my favorite AL teams uh, that that aren't located in Detroit for a, for a very long time and it it just it 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 somewhat pains me to just consist like he he could he could spend like he can like he, <laughs> he literally can. can like he can afford it comfortably and. <laughs> It's just consistently the the you know we're we're gonna have we're gonna open our window until that window gets to their fifth year of service, then trade them all and restart, and that's just like the system. And eventually, it's just gonna work, and and eventually it might work. But I I feel like if if you did a salary floor and and forced him to even spend a little bit, the future of the A's, even if you did tear everything down and trade away everyone, at least then going forward. You have all the prospects you're getting from all those trades. You have a, a nice foundation spend, and then your your ownership now has to spend X amount of money, which will almost guaranteed be higher than whatever they have been spending. And if they instituted it now and then still did the full teardown and all that, they'd have to spend money on arguably decent players, and right. then you could trade them at the trade deadline and then get even more prospects so that's intriguing to me at the very least um but on the whole it depends on what the salary floor ended up being because he's gone in the competitive window almost up to a hundred million dollars in the past so he he's no he's a big big spending man (laughs) big spending money man and uh he's he's ridiculous um, but yeah, when they're not good, it's probably like 75. So it's not like a huge swing on when they're good and when they're not. Um, sure. but if they spent slightly more and got up to like 120, 130, which still is light years away from the actual, you know, the, the, the luxury tax, uh, Oh yeah. Luxury tax. Yeah. Uh, there, there's still, they'd be so much better with just like $30 million more for a couple of years in these competitive windows. Maybe, I don't know, re-sign Marcus Semyon instead of trading right, for that, that's, Right, that's like the big one that, that comes to or, mind. You know, for like qualifying yeah. offer or him or whatever. It, do something. 
uh, right. that was slightly different. And then you, you got that, and then, you know, obviously Trevor Rosenthal didn't work out, but I liked the move. It was he didn't work out for move. us either. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> high five. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I'm kind of hoping that they re-sign him because he feels bad because they still owe him money over the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But for like a million dollars, not for like much money. And right. then he's like, and then he works his way into a trade. I don't know. Sure. Um, and, and for me, I don't know why more guys don't sign with the A's trying to get traded. Uh, you know, like, hey, I'm going to go sign for four, $4 million over here. But then I'm going to get traded to a decent team later. Right. That'd be fun, right? Uh, I, I feel like that would if be. If you're right. No, yeah. I completely agree. If your market collapses around you and you go mm -hmm. from like, Hey, uh, you know, you go into an off season and your agent's telling you, you can make big money. And then three weeks goes by and you realize that's not your market at all. Like why mm -hmm. not go yeah. there? And, and you either, you either a, they surprise everyone for the ninth year in a row and you're just on a good team or B you're not. And they trade you to a good team. Yeah. And you just do a one year kind of stop play deal, re get gauge your market then go out and try and get a bag next offseason. Yeah, you you go you go ball out. You will find yourself in the playoffs one right. way or, or another. Right. You will be competing for a World Series. Whereas if you sign with like, I don't know who to rag on right now. Uh, the Orioles, I don't know. I always sure. pick on the Orioles and I feel bad. I like to spread the, the wealth. But I like <laughs> the Marlins and the Tigers are good now. So I don't know, the Royals. Um, sure, yeah. I'm always Screw down the for rag on the Royals. I am always <laughs> down for that. Always. Yeah, you always, can sign with always. the Royals and then be like, "All right, well, cool. We we won seventy games. Maybe that's our that's our ceiling right now." So right, it's a uh, it's a good time. So I I say come to Oakland. Maybe you win seventy five. Maybe you win ninety seven. But one way or another, you're going to the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Coming up on the show, I finally answer the question: Do we hate? The Detroit Tigers, I give my reasoning for why or why not, but I've been hearing a lot about Stance Apparel lately, and my first my first exposure to Stance has always been socks. I like socks. Socks stand out. I've seen Steph Curry on socks in the past, and now I'm realizing they also have a lot of active wear apparel as well. They got socks. Then they also have shirts joggers and hoodies. They have everything you need to be the most comfortable that you've ever been. Live that comfy life in Stance. Founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel. With a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity, Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression. Because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. And to help with that, they are partnering with a lot of all of the brands that I enjoy. I like Marvel. I like Disney. I like Harry Potter. I like The Office and Star Wars. They have me covered. They have me fitted to a T. That is stance with no T's. <laughs> uh, they also have MLB, NBA, Pixar. They have all of the brands that you could ever want to express yourself through with stance. Stance believes that... The perfect fit matters more than fitting in. Those who feel good, do good. Go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off of your first purchase. Use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance.
Um, okay. La- last question I have for you. Do, and this is not me being condescending at all. This is a genuine question. Do, do Oakland, do the Oakland A's fans hate the Tigers because of the inability to get past us in the postseason for the entire 21st century? Or is that a not a – because, I like, there is obviously, I mean, hard, you know, there, there's no hard feelings on our end. Like, a lot of – a lot of Tiger – a lot a lot of Tigers fans really do like the A's and, and, and they're, like, everything. So, I, I'm genuinely curious, is there – like a, a bit large portion portion of A's fans that are just like, you know what, <laughs> screw Detroit. I think m- maybe it's just because of the the career path that he's taken. But for me, um, I think that a lot of my displeasure towards the Tigers left Justin Verlander when, when Justin Verlander went to sure, Houston. That's fair. Uh, I get that. And so, yeah, I'm like, no, no. And then the Tigers sucked. And I was like, I I have a hard time really just, like, crapping on bad teams. It's just not me. Me too. And so that's why I like the Marlins. The Marlins are perpetually bad, but they get me excited about certain guys. And I'm like, all right. I love the Marlins. I like the colors. I like the... I like their uniforms. And they're going to be if good. If you have a good man, uniform, too. yeah, yeah. No, they're going to sneak up on. Like, they're going to be. Think they're going to be good. The FanGraph uh, projection uh, A's. They're going to be the Marlins yes. this year. They're, yes. They're going to be like, the oh, no, NL. Like sixty-three NLAs. games. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Uh, but I, I would say that uh, the only anger that I still somewhat harbor against the Tigers would be because in twenty twelve. It was a magical season for the A's. I'm not sure if Tigers fans knew, knew about the season that the A's were having in 2012. They were not expected to be good. And then they were just amazing. They made the playoffs, on, or they, they won the division on the last day of the season. They get to face the Tigers, which I'll get into this here for a sec. Uh, it's the first year of the wild card game. And so the A's started on the road, right. which is BS. And so they, they came back home down 0-2 for no reason other than this <laughs> random thing that happened in this magical season. And so that was a good time. And there was a ball that was hit in game one, I believe, against Justin Verlander. Should have gone out, but it was a frigid night in Detroit. And it so was. it went to the wall. It would have gone out in Oakland in, you know, regular temperature. But because the <laughs> game was in Detroit, the A's lose the game. The A's lose the series. And that's how the history books remember the Oakland A's of 2012. But I, I, my anger is because uh, you guys just went through the playoffs and then you just let the Giants walk all over you. You killed me at both ends, man. What the I hell? Know. Pablo Sandoval's Babe Ruth now? I'm not a fan <laughs> of this. It, finish the job. <laughs> look, look, man. We, there, is a, there is a hardcore rule in, in my... Uh, we call, we refer, this is the first time I've said his name in years. We literally refer <laughs> to Pablo Sandoval as he who shall not be named. He is, I, there are very few players in the history of this beautiful game that, that I have, that I despise less or more than Pablo Sandoval. But I, I just, I found it somewhat, again, frustrating on, on our end. The fact that so many people here do like the A's. Um, and, and I guess, you know, like after the movie and everything, I think you guys just everywhere, everybody liked the A's a little bit more, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I, you know, like the, the A's are, are, tend to be a lot of people's, like everybody's, you know, second or third favorite team. And it was yeah. just, 
somewhat frustrating that every single time we made the postseason in the entire 21st century, <laughs> we had to beat you. And like, and like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm, I'm glad we we won every time. But like, it was just, it was like, man, like, why, why can't I don't know? Why can't they play a, a, the other game in the ALDS? Well, you know, it, but then it play the six, Twins. Like, They're easy to beat. Right. Yeah, the Twins can't <laughs> win a game. Like, geez, I don't know. It was just, it was, it was somewhat frustrating. Just the continuous, like, at 06 was different. Just because, like, that was that was our magical year, right? Like, yeah. you talk about 2012. 06 was was our that's that's the most loved team in in the history of this franchise and and so that that was our love team so i i don't feel bad about that one at all but the the all the 2010s ones man year after year after year we had to go through every single year and i was like can we stop can i stop facing sunny gray three times in five games oh yeah, 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 yeah. it was like, sunny gray that was the issue not justin verlander oh, no, and whatever was, the hell strike crazy. zone he was getting in game fives Bro was bs here's the thing though here's the thing though all your fans all your fans were coming out with the kate upton fatheads and he had to let you know what was up that that was that was uh, how it went. fair fair um I, and also yeah the the one time that the a's make it to the alcs this century there's detroit uh, <laughs> you, you, it's you just ridiculous it. man. but, but you, the team that they beat the Minnesota Twins. <laughs> yes, correct. Yeah, and we we took down the Yankees, which everybody loves to beat. Yeah, that too. was wonderful. So, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty. That one, that one was, you know, like I said, I, I don't, I don't feel as, as bad about 06 because, like I said, that was, that was like our our season. We didn't finish yeah. the job that year either, but yeah. uh, we lost to a Cardinals team that barely, literally won like 83 games in the regular season. It is the most infuriating thing ever. <laughs> but anyway, that's a whole different conversation, though. Coming up, I have one more magical memory from 2012 to share with Scott. But first, Bet Online has you covered all season for more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march towards the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season, and you can head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to receive your bonus. That is code locked on, one word, all caps, locked on. From basketball, football, the NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to place a bet on all of your favorite sports, and that's because Bet Online is where the game starts. One last thing was... about uh about the 2012 season. Yes. I, I don't know if this was on the broadcast, but I was there in the ballpark when the A's got eliminated in Game Five of that ALDS in 2012, and uh, because it was such a magical season, we weren't mad that the A's got eliminated. And everybody just started chanting, let's go Oakland. And I thought that that was just a magical baseball awesome. moment because we loved this team so much. And I don't know that that actually, it, it was loud as hell. It was like they, they had the game tying run on third base in the World Series. It was it was loud. Sure. But uh, I don't know that that came through on the broadcast. So uh, it, th there's the short That's answer, awesome. I guess. I'm, not, your, I'm uh, not sure I've ever watched past, like, the, like you know what I mean? Like, watch deep enough into the broadcast to, to hear that. That's awesome, though. Yeah, it was a good time. 
I think that's all I got. I think no I, I just wanted to. I just wanted to make sure that all the resentment <laughs> left with JV because that I get right. Like yeah. every, you know, if you're not a Tigers fan, JV is kind of a yeah. Like <laughs> that's that's fine. Uh, Anytime I, they I, brought in somebody else, I'm like, yeah, bring in Scherzer. This is great. <laughs> yeah, for real, man. Jeez. Well, we, uh, we did have some, in the, it, we, they were fun series. I mean, a lot of them yeah. outside of one, a, a lot of them went were like really close and went to five o, games. Oh, like, six was the rough one. Right. Oh, six was a sweep. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, the Maglio. 12 went yeah. the full five. Uh, 13 went the full five. That was, yep. that was fun. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And there was walk-offs. There was, there was good times to be had. Coco Crisp saved a run. I mean, it saved a home run. Crisp, that was cool. I, I remember. I remember vividly. Uh, those were fun games. I, I, I loved those teams so much. Yeah, but that, that's enough. why you love baseball is for you hope that those seasons happen out of the blue. And when they catch you by surprise, they're even more meaningful. So even though the A's are going to be trading guys away, hey, maybe they'll be good and we'll have another 2012. That's that's kind of what you hope for exactly. if you're an A's fan right now. So that's a that's why I'm still happy to be doing this show right now. <laughs> I feel you, Mantra. Like, obviously, I went through I, I went through my fair share over the last five years, too. So I feel you. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, that is all that we got for you. This is the massive crossover of Locked on Tigers and Locked on A's. Uh, if, you, if you didn't already do it before, subscribe to Locked on A's on YouTube and wherever you like to hear podcasts. Uh, subscribe to Scott Bentley's podcast. Uh, plethora of podcasts he's got locked on tigers he's got locked on red wings uh subscribe wherever you can find podcasts for him and do you, do the red wings have a youtube account yet they do yes they we're do. up okay and, well, we're there up go. and ready we're up and ready yes sir all righty well there we go and one last time for the good people uh where can they find you on social media <laughs> At Bentley Scotty on or any social media for for my personal accounts, and then uh, the Locked On Tigers ones will be at Locked On Tigers anywhere, and then the Red Wings ones. If you're a hockey fan, uh, at L O underscore Red Wings. Sounds great. I am at by Jason B on Twitter. The show is at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. If you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. That's it for us today. Uh, we didn't come to blows. That was that was nice, I guess. Maybe next time. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe next once time. the season gets closer and you yeah. uh, you have more players that I like. I really like Javi <laughs> Baez, I gotta say. That that's gonna be Tigers are gonna be a fun team this year. I'm gonna I say hope so. eighty five wins. I don't I, know if that's I good enough for the thrilled. playoffs, but I will yeah. say eighty five wins. I, I, I have no thrilled. idea what else they're gonna do. They probably need some more bullpen help. But I like Gregory yes, Soto too. Bit. We didn't talk about him. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the bullpen the bullpen has its moments, for sure. For sure. Definitely. All righty. Well, uh, go out and celebrate good times, A's fans, and I will talk at you tomorrow. Tomorrow.